the pain follow me deal with trauma privately i don't want to be a burden i handle things defiantly. what's up guys welcome back to another episode of the brilliant resilient experience i started my professional boxing career out of 4m fitness i started boxing there with a lot of really good undefeated boxers and i heard about bare knuckle i looked at my wife she's like oh yeah you you will do amazing in this and i was like yeah let's go so i went to the alabama tryouts I felt like I was one of the sharpest guys there. I got hit up by a bunch of managements. Next thing you know, I got a fight within two and a half months and had a blast. Today we have a very special guest. He is a bare knuckle boxer. He currently fights in bare knuckle fighting championships and he has a record of six wins and zero losses. So he is undefeated. He fights in the lightweight division and he is coming off of a win over Kevin Kroom, which was an absolute banger of a fight. So I'm really excited to talk to him. Not only is he a fighter, a boxer, he also is opening his own gym. He is a skateboarder. He has all kinds of different interests that I'm sure we are going to dive into in this conversation. So I'm really excited to talk to him. I know this is going to be a very interesting and very fun conversation. So let's go ahead and bring on Tony Soto. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? Yeah, sorry about that. I totally forgot. Oh, you forgot about me. That's so rude. We had dinner and then I was just ready to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. I did a leg workout and then I ate. And then after that, I was like, man, I really want to do nothing now. Exactly. I just lay down. But got to keep grinding. Oh, yeah. What kind of dog is that? That's this the second time is... someone's brought a dog on my show, and the first one was Keith Richardson. So well, she, she came over here. I have I have three girls' dogs, and uh, this one is half Chihuahua, half Terrier, Aww. and she has she has the funniest name though. It's Nani Poop. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I saw you posted something about that. <laughs> yeah, Nani Poop. She uh, we couldn't find a good name for her when when I adopted her for my sister, and uh, she was pooping everywhere. So. They're like, my youngest is like, Nani, stop. I'm like, Nani, that's cool. Nani poop. Nani poop poop. And then that was it. <laughs> that's awesome. That was it. Nice. Yeah, I always love when the dogs make an appearance. Yeah, we had uh, Broly on. So that's always good. Broly? Oh, wait. Yo, the other ones will come up eventually. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, how are you today? How's, uh, I see you're working on the gym. How's that going? Yeah, it's going well. It's, it's probably the most anxiety I've had in a while. It's just, I'm, I'm like such a, like to get things done and get them done accordingly and like on time or if not beforehand. So it's like, I'm like laying down in bed thinking of, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And it's hard for me to work out there because as I'm there working out already, I'm like looking around like, oh, I could do that. And then, yeah, it's just yeah. anxiety. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like you have to have like a separate place to like do your own thing or I don't know. I guess I don't know how that goes because Keith, he works out at his gym. He's yeah, basically lives there, it seems like. Yeah, pretty so. much. Yeah. <laughs> well, once it's all because because once once everything is all set up and going, then I'll be able to like, you know, be better. But like, like I said, it's still yeah. developing. I'm still putting things in and like I just I'm, I'm a I guess a perfectionist. So I'm trying to have everything per- yeah. perfect. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Uh, I mean, opening any kind of business is a lot of work, but when you're fighting and you're opening a business and you're trying to focus on all these different things, it's like, yeah, it's got to be got to be exhausting. Definitely stressful. Yes, for sure. But it'll be worth it. It'll all pay off. Thank you. I can't wait. wait. Yeah, that's the goal, right? right? Hopefully. Yeah, that's the goal. 
Yeah, well, well, we'll uh, we'll try to promote it and and try to help you out and get people in there. Cause and and where where's your gym uh, going to be located? It's uh, Hickory, North Carolina, off Springs okay. Road. It's uh twenty three sixty four Springs Road Northeast. Nice. So it's right here in the heart of Hickory. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of traffic. It's a great location. I feel like you know when it comes to businesses, you know it's location, location. I got a prime location, so I'm pretty excited. That's awesome. Yeah. Locations, everything, especially with a gym. Cause yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. there's a lot of gyms that are like hidden behind like buildings and stuff. And it's yeah. like, it's hard to it's find like them, a mission. So. It's like a mission to find one. It's like you're going on a treasure hunt to find a fucking gym. <laughs> yeah, literally. Real. Yeah, exactly. Well, when did you, um, you've been, how, how long have you been in uh, North Carolina? Cause you're not originally from there. Are you? You're from no, New York, I'm from, right? uh, yeah. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Um, nice. So I've been out here, I think our anniversary date was actually like October 15th. I've been out here officially eight years. So Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, it's been uh it's been it's been a fun journey since I've been out here. I feel like uh since I moved out here, I've been able to like level up in my fighting life just in general, just focus more on myself, you know? Yeah, that's that's awesome. Where have you been um where have you been training since you kind of started oh, your man. boxing career? Well, when I moved out here, I mean, I was pretty much like a gym gypsy. That's what I called myself. Like, I was going to, like, every single gym out here, just trying to find one that, like, you know, that fits me the best. And, like, I felt like they were all okay because at the time I was an MMA guy. So I was looking for a place that's good for grappling, a place that was good for striking, you know, and some place that was good for clinching. Like, I just wanted to find, like, the best recipe. But, um, you know, some unfortunate circumstances happened, and, I, you know, I tore my ACL again. and. That's where I decided, yeah, that's where I decided to, like, just go into professional boxing. I started my professional boxing career out of 4M Fitness, which is in um, Indian Trail, uh, Charlotte. And uh, I started boxing there with a lot of really good undefeated boxers. And, you know, I heard about bare knuckle. I was like, wow, people are getting paid to do that shit? I was like, what? I'm so down. I looked at my wife. She's like, oh, yeah, you you will do amazing in this. And I was like, yeah, let's go. So I went to the Alabama tryouts. I don't, I'm, I'm not just saying this because I, I, I'm my biggest, you know, critic. But I felt like I was one of the sharpest guys there. I had headphones on. I was fucking dancing around. And then uh, I got hit up by a bunch of managements. Next thing you know, I got a fight within two and a half months. I took it at a 165. That's not even my weight class. I went in and. Yeah fucking had a blast that's awesome yeah it it seems like it's from the outside looking in a lot of people see bare knuckle boxing they're like why would anybody do that but when you really think about it especially from the perspective of an mma fighter transitioning to uh boxing or bare knuckle boxing it makes a lot of sense because yeah i mean there's got to be less injuries right i mean besides getting your face you know <laughs> cut up and stuff i mean you're not having as many i guess like acl tears and stuff like that and from yeah. all the grappling and, and wrestling and your back and all that kind of stuff it feels oh yeah i feel like it wears you down a lot more in mma and you have like maybe a little bit of a shorter career too yeah i i, yeah, I definitely agree with that i i personally feel like bare knuckle it's and I'm not just saying this because I feel like <clears throat> out of the six fights that I've had, I think I've taken some of the least damage of a lot of the guys in there that's fought as many times yeah. as me. And um, 
I also think that goes with like your recovery, things you eat, all that stuff. Um, but besides the point, I feel like the damage really isn't that bad. I mean, like you'll be swollen for a couple of days and you know, your hands will go down. Um, your face will be a little swollen. It's going to go down. But like MMA, it's like, I mean, you got, you know, your ankles, your knees, your elbows, your shoulders. I mean, like I used to fucking, I didn't even know I had hurt spots until later on. I'm like, Oh shit. Like my ankles sticking out sideways, you know? And I was, I was part of that, that MMA community in New York that we were fighting in clubs before it was legal. So we we're fighting in clubs and, fucking venues that like you're talking about like one of those hidden gyms behind the fucking alley and shit like that so <laughs> you know dislocated That's fingers awesome. you know you know it's it's fun it's it's crazy when you dislocate a finger the the ref comes in and whoever the fuck that doctor it comes in and pops your finger in and then you go ahead and keep fighting never wow. connect it. <laughs> that's happened that's awesome. So when did you start? Uh, tra- how did you even get into like training, boxing, martial arts, that, that sort of thing? Um, so it's, it's like the world and the universe, everything works full circle. And it's pretty crazy to see that Jimmy Rivera is in bare knuckle now because for the simple fact that he was the very first person I ever like stepped on the mat with. So really, um, wow. my martial art career or just experience started as far as, you know, when I was younger, of course, but I never had a chance to go to like karate school and all that. I just watched it on TV and fucking thought I was Bruce Lee. But long story short, I was walking past the Tiger Showman's and like I was I was just going through it that day and I was just fucking pissed off. I looked inside. Tiger Showman's usually have this big glass window in the front. And I looked over at this guy. This guy looked at me and he's like, come inside. So I came inside and he was like, you think you know how to fight and all this and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, I'll fight anybody. Yada, yada, yada. I'm down. I want to fight, you know? So he put me on a mat with Jimmy so to grapple. So I've never grappled a day in my life. Maybe street grappling, you know, you know, undefeated on the street. But so this dude puts me in guard and I'm dying. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I'm, I'm, he's squeezing my fucking leg. He's squeezing my ribs. And I'm like, I just start tapping. I'm like, what was that? He goes, that was guard. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy hearing it from that, you know. And uh, that was, like, my first experience with it. And, like, Jimmy, you know, we, we rolled a couple more times. Um, then I wound up striking with a couple other dudes in there. And, like, they, they seen I had potential. And I was kind of hooked from there. From there, I was like, you know what? This shit's for me. And I continued from there. I, I left from there. I went to four, uh, I went to Class 1 MMA where I had my first uh, amateur fight. And it just took off from there. How old were you when you first trained? Oh, shit. So that, that that time right there, I had to be like 21, 20, 21, 21 okay. probably. Because nice. Jimmy was really because Jimmy was young too. So he was like, I feel in Bellator, I think, or some shit like that. He was young. I was young yeah. as fuck too. But yeah, yeah, I it's interesting. Some people I feel like people either they start training when they're like a kid because their parents kind of get them in, into it, or you kind of find it on your own. And I feel like that's kind of becoming more common now too. Like either, yeah, like people their kids are literally in diapers training or <laughs> they start training fact, later, yeah, but, yeah. but there's some people like Francis and God who didn't start training until he was what, like 25. So it's like, you just never know. I mean, it, you can, depending on how you train and how serious you take it, you can come a long way in a short period That's of time. Fact, with yeah. training. Even like, like uh, Bernard Hopkins, you know, he started in his mid thirties professional, you know, like I turned wow. professional. I think I was what 32 when I went pro, but 
there's a long thing behind that. Like, you know, I was trying to pursue the whole MMA thing and I knocked yeah. the dude out. I knocked the dude out in like 32 seconds at the Grady Cole. And um, I had a year and a half of backouts. People signed a contract and they would show up. And there was dudes who didn't even show up to the weigh-ins. Like, I mean, it was really, really fucking bad. So yeah. it got to the point. Yeah, it got to the point where, like, you know, I then I had a fight schedule for a title and then tore my ACL. And that was just kind of like, I think, you know, shit happens for a reason. And I'm here now, um, fucking six and zero oh in one of the biggest growing sports in the world. Like that shit's a blessing. <laughs> like, so yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> oh, especially right now. This is like the perfect time to be in bare knuckle. Oh my gosh. For it sure. is just going to, I can't believe all the events they're doing. It is insane. Yeah, it's pretty they crazy. The yeah. Thailand I'm... event. I was like, what? <laughs> Man, I do want to go out there. That's definitely bucket list shit right there. Oh, going yeah. To Thailand. Yeah. That would be so cool. Cheap <laughs> food. That's really good. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, it seems like they are definitely growing right now. How long have you been in Bare Knuckle? Uh, I don't know, like two years, two and a half years, something okay. like that. I don't, I don't fucking remember. I don't. I get, <laughs> I get hit. I get hit. I don't remember. I get hit more in sparring. We don't know exact times. It's okay. Um, yeah, I, was there, I feel though. like I was there. <laughs> that was probably around the time I started watching it. Maybe I started watching it a little bit before that because I think I've watched it. Um, when Julian Lane was fighting somebody, I don't even remember who was fighting. It was, I, on, I think it was before Mike Perry came to BKFC. When oh, I yeah, watching sure. it. yeah. I, I was on the bare knuckle number 19. That was, I started. From oh, there, wow. so, so I've been on for a little bit. Nice. Yeah. Six yeah. and oh, in two years. That's, that's impressive. I mean, especially because, you know, well, I guess you kind of haven't taken as much damage, like you said, as a lot of guys, um, but the recovery time, yeah, it's gotta be brutal if you're taking, <laughs> taking a lot of damage, but, um, sure. but now they have so many more shows. So I feel like it's only going to get easier, hopefully to get more fights and get on more cards. Um, what's, what's kind of your, your goal with, um, with bare knuckle? I mean, obviously well, I, champ. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That, that, oh, my phone says 10%. Shoo we, can you see me? Yeah, I can see you. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, I think the only one thing that makes sense is the title fight against Luis. But yeah, um, everybody knows this guy's not going to fight me. He's trying to avoid me. He wants a big money fight. You know, um, I think he's been on a decline his last couple uh, performances. And I've been on an incline. And I think that's what he fears. And I think he's going to do his best to avoid me. And I'll probably fight for a vacant title. But again, too, a guy who's coming off a loss, Lily, a guy, another guy who's coming off a loss, Bobby Taylor. Like, who's the other guy they have in the division? That uh, Bryce Henry kid, I think it is. Um, but, he, but he's only fought once at 155, and he's 3-0, but he fought twice at 165. That's, that doesn't make any sense. Right. Doesn't, none of has, it makes sense. Has anyone else been champ at lightweight besides Palomino? No, Luis, Luis has held it down. Uh, he's 9-0. Wow. He's 9-0, I'm 6-0. I mean, like, come on. If if, if, if you're going to beat anybody, beat us. try to beat a 6-0 guy make it 10-0. Let's, let's make sense of you. Right. You know? But he keeps yeah, pushing. Yeah, it's time on. for a new champ. <laughs> Sounds like saying. it to me. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> he keeps pushing on to his little boyfriend, Tyler Goodjohn. He keeps trying to tell him that we got some unfinished business and that I didn't beat him. I'm like, bro, oh, he was in your hometown first and foremost. I am from Brooklyn, New York. I live in Hickory, North Carolina. That is in that was in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I am nowhere yeah. near there. Like, let's be real here. So, 
You know, these guys, they're, they're just big-ass prima donnas, bro. Just put your hands up, show you the champ, be a real man, that's it. Or just give me the belt. I'll give him my fucking address. <laughs> that's it. For real. That's hilarious. Yeah, because wasn't he double champ at one point? And then yeah, he, he vacated? Never it. Yeah. 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 Uh, and okay, a fight he yeah. lost, too. He didn't even win that fight. Like, I watched that fight. I, like, Elvin beat him, but... You know, of course, Luis never fights out of Florida. He always fights in Florida. That's it. He won't. Mm. I'll fight him on uncommon ground. Fucking Kumite. Let's go. We can fucking blood sport it. Like, I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> I I really hope it happens because I think that'd be epic. Like, I think that would be such a fun fight too. And I think just, I mean, obviously, you're fun to watch no matter what because I feel like your style is really technical. Like, your your boxing. Like, especially, like, the Kevin Kroom fight. Like, his style, obviously, way more clinch-heavy. And, I mean, he utilized that a lot. That was a huge part of his game. And with him being yeah. a former UFC fighter, I mean, it makes sense. Um, but your style is so technical, and just your accuracy was insane in that fight. Like, how do you <laughs> – what what do you credit that to? Like, do you just – I don't know. What, what do you I, think has been the biggest key to your, your success with I that? Just, I guess a lot of people don't realize I've grappled for a long time too. Just I don't I don't post it up. Like I I'm really good in a clinch. Um, yeah. Getting re- getting ready for the Tyler fight. Like I was with some Appalachian State heavyweights over it when I was training at Jimmo. So I had some really good like clinch work. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that I'm a sneaky puncher. Like I'm gonna yeah. punch you whenever whenever I can punch you. I'm gonna punch you. You're not gonna see it coming. That's the best thing about it. Like you know how people are swimming and you're swimming. I'm fucking hitting and I'm swimming. Boom! I hit you in the swimming and I boom! I hit you. So it's never a time where I'm not trying to hit somebody. That's that's the goal. But um, as far as just being prepared for something like that, I always say like when you're under pressure, you want to be calm. You yeah. know when 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 you're back against the wall, look around. You know, you want to always take time to just sit back and kind of just take it all in. Because when you start panicking and reacting, you're not going to make the right decisions. And I think in that fight was a perfect uh, example of just being calm, cool, and collective and just going with the flow. Because I felt comfortable with my back against the ropes. I was like, I'm fucking hitting this dude. I'm fine here. I'm good. Yeah. Anytime he swam, I just swam with him. That was it. Oh, I mean, it was insane. The difference in damage in that fight was crazy. I mean, look at his face and then look at your face. That's yeah, I was, I was lumped like, up. I was lumped up, but it yeah. was more headbutts. I was headbutted like crazy. Really? Crazy. Yes. It was so hard for me to even tell what was going on sometimes in that fight because it just was so wild. It was such a good fight, too. It was fun. It was, I mean, it was a war, but at the same time, it was pretty clear who won the fight. <laughs> like by the end, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm just happy to judge is- yeah. I'm just happy to judge it, see, because, you know, like a lot of people would see, oh, the, Pressure, the pressure, but that's this is yeah. see. You don't win from control time. You win, right? You know, you want from strikes and from hitting. Like there's at one point, I smiled at one of the commissions. Like he was, a, he, we were here in the clinch. I looked over and I seen a guy with the paper looking up, and I smiled at him, and I just kept going. <laughs> it's pretty funny. That's awesome. Yeah, I I didn't even realize how good your accuracy was until I think you posted it on Facebook or something. And then I yeah. looked at that and I was like, wow. I I, I thought yeah. I knew it was good, but I was like, that's crazy good. Yeah. Like that's crazy good accuracy. Eighty nine from distance, and then in the clinch, ninety nine percent. That is wild. Yeah, that that's something to be proud of. And 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 like I'm not trying to you know freaking like sound like you know, Don Dalla Nucci over here, but I feel like in 
any combat sports, I don't think anybody's ever had the high accuracy rate like that in a five-round fight. No way. I mean, no way. I haven't seen it in a while, if ever. Um, I got to see even, that. Like, Those numbers are crazy. I think the highest I've seen in a while was Zhang Wiley's last fight in UFC, and hers was like 86 or 87% or something like that, and it was mostly like ground strikes and, and cr- clinch strikes. Yep. But other than that, I mean, because even Alex Pajeda, I think his striking accuracy overall is like 67 or 68% or something like that. That dude like, is a beast. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> terrifying. I have to get a charger real quick. Oh, no, you're good. Take your time. <laughs> good. Honey, can you bring me to my charger, hon? Six and a half hours later. I'm so excited to see your next fight. Hopefully, it'll be for the title. We'll see. Come on, Palmino. Let's go. Let's do it. He's, uh, come on. He's <laughs> mad. Maybe he's just mad at me because I called him a water bug. I say he looks like a fucking water bug. So I think that I think he's holding a grudge. <laughs> it's like a water bug with like, you know, with a, with a trench coat on. He just he just looks like a fucking greasy motherfucker. I'm sorry. I, excuse my French. I just don't like him. I don't like him. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, you know, sometimes you got to talk a little trash to get a fight, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. You would think that would motivate him more to want to punch you in the face, wouldn't it? Well, well, uh, yeah, shit. Me personally, I laugh at shit like that. Though, like all my opponents, I usually, I usually come up with something funny. Like the crew, I did the 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 mullet. I actually wore it to like the 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 picture. Did you see the side by side? Oh, I saw that. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was so like, funny. With like Good John, um, I was just making a bunch of funny memes and stuff, um, because he like did some cross dressing weird stuff like on online and all that. So like, I had a I had a picture of him in like women's stockings with heels on, with gloves on, and I put on his face, his face on it. It's pretty funny. But yeah, I'm You're a troll. <laughs> oh yeah, awesome. I'm, a, I'm a troll. I love I went that. To college, I went to college for trolling. Like that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious it's so much more fun though when when fighters have like a, a fun sense of humor though like that's why i always loved darren till when he was in the ufc because he was just trolling constantly yeah, and like i didn't even care if he won his fights or anything it was just so fun to watch him just troll people and <laughs> no, <laughs> it was the it. best that's... it was so great I like, I like Mike him, Perry. man i've 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 went in on some people so like I was supposed to fight Chevy Bridges. I went in on him. Like I called out Chad Mendes. I mean, I called everybody out. Like, like I got I, I made baby pictures of Chad Mendes, like him in a carriage and stuff, me pushing. <laughs> well, didn't you have um did you have Tim Elliott sponsor your fight with crew? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Tim Elliott definitely did. Yeah. I actually, thought that was pretty funny. Gotta hit you up, Tim. I thought you you said this much money to show up, this much money to oh, but I did not. <laughs> I'm about to hit you up. No, nah, but yeah, he definitely That's did. He's a, great, he's a really good dude. I liked him. Really good guy. He's actually fought in Abu Dhabi the day after my fight. So yeah, you know, it was pretty. Yeah, it, it was rough, yeah, that was a hell of a fight. But God, oh my man. gosh, I know. But yeah, he's a great dude. I mean, you know what happened to him was tragic, but you know yeah. that's life. I just hopefully he yeah. can move on and you know continue to have a good life. For sure. Well, that's awesome. Well, hopefully we'll uh, we'll see you fighting for a title soon. Here, moving to. Um, asking you a little bit more about the gym. Cause I am curious, have you, um, are you wanting to like coach fighters in your gym or what kind oh, yeah. of gym are you wanting to, to kind of, I guess, what's your vision for it? 
So basically, well, this is going to be cool. It's funny you ask that. So I have a wall in the gym, right? It's a nice big black wall. It's going to say the wall of fame. And it's going to be where some of the fighters that train there or, you know, whoever trains there, which is going to be fighters too, um, they get some of them who are not on that wall but transpire to want to be on that wall. They were, they, they will, they will like, be like, damn, I want to get on that fucking wall too. Shit. You know, it's going to have yeah. me, Micah Holloway, my, my buddy Truckin, my good old friend, Billy Jack, like, to be a bunch of us on there. Um, I forgot the Paquito on the fucking wall. I got Paquito on the wall too. But yeah, <laughs> Come just on, man. I know, I know, I know. But I got homies, you know, that people that, you know, that that are just people that are always been good energy, good people to be around, fighters who are just people that other fighters can look up to and kids can look up to. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to have classes for kids, classes for adults, and then we're going to have our fight team. So fight team, it's a whole nother ball game. I can put you in on some news that nobody knows yet so this would be pretty cool oh. so the man himself from bkfc reached out to me and they will be building a ring inside my gym what yeah yo so, that's dope so i'm pretty excited about that so we don't know if it's going to be a circle one or if it's going to be a traditional boxing you guys got to wait and see wow i'm excited to see this ring that's freaking oh, awesome yeah. Oh yeah, we're excited too. If Trust I'm me, ever I'm... in North Carolina, I'm gonna have to stop by and, yeah. and try it out. <laughs> we'll be open Monday through Saturday. Sundays for football. <laughs> close on Sunday for football. Sunday <laughs> nice. for football. And for Chick Fil A's closed on Sunday, so I got to close too. It's only fair. <laughs> for real. <laughs> but yeah, so my, I don't my, think I've ever I'm... gone to the gym on a Sunday though. I, if I go to the gym on a Sunday, it's like just to do like my regular workouts, not like boxing or anything. So. Sundays, I'm I'm usually lazy on Sundays anyway. I don't want to yeah. shit. Yeah, Sundays yeah. just relax. For sure. But um, yeah. I I think the way this vision I have and everything I got planned for this gym, I think is it has just the recipe for success. Just the energy I'm gonna put into the community, as far as you know, the kids and you know my Saturday women's class. I mean, it's gonna be great for like just people's confidence, and they're gonna build so much like confidence, like and just I don't know. I'm I'm just excited for it. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one thing that I feel like training really helped me with was my confidence. And it, it's not even just going to the gym and doing the workouts. Cause like I could go and do that. Like I could go hit a bag. I could shadow box. I could do whatever, but it's just being around those people and having people around you to push you, but push you in a good way. Not like drill sergeant push you like to where, you're, you know, they're making you feel bad about yourself, but like, yeah, push yeah. You to like become better and you push each other and motivate each other. And not only like supporting each other with like, you know, I always try to support the fighters at my gym, like, you know, hype up them for their fights or whatever, and do whatever I can to, to support them, but also like outside of the, the gym too. And like, whatever, you know, we have going on, like we all want to just see each other win. And I feel like that's so important and it does a lot for not only the community, but just for like the individual too. Like it, it made such a big difference in my life when I started training and just like mentally, I feel so much better mentally when I train, like it's night and day yeah. difference for sure. Oh, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like you walk into a room full of people like you don't know anybody, but you feel confident because you know you can defend yourself. That's one of the best yeah. things ever. You don't have to feel like on edge, like, oh, my God, what if this, what if this? You know, let let that happen. I wish that would happen. You know, like stuff like that. That You know, don't look for the fight, but know that if the fight came, you can defend yourself. And that's and I think that's one of the best feelings in the world. 100%. Yeah. So is this going to be uh, just boxing 
or uh, what are so you planning on doing? It's going to be traditional boxing, and I'm going to have a list. After the first month, I'm going to put this list, and I'm going to see for an added class, would you guys like? And I'm going to put bare knuckle boxing because uh, bare knuckle uh, style of boxing is a different style of fighting. Um, yep. So, you know, all everything you know for boxing does not really – transition into bare knuckle as well like certain punches and certain techniques and the way you block and all that it's all yeah. different so yeah so i figured to see how many how many people want to sign up for that and we'll start working from there that's awesome well that's really cool i um i wish we had a gym like that here that'd be dope <laughs> just yeah. like all boxing and bare knuckle boxing which i don't yeah. think i would ever do bare knuckle boxing because i'd be too scared but i um but the technique is really interesting to me like and, and I don't know, I feel like, I guess, do you, how do you condition your, your knuckles? Do you just hit a bag bare knuckle. Is that kind of just the only way to do it? So, uh, you know, you see a bunch of like, I have, I'm going to get the, one of the uh, pads that Keith has for his wall, the, those, those wood blocks. But uh, okay. as far as conditioning, I'm going to be honest with you. You got to just fight because no matter how much you do it, how much you condition it, you yeah. think your knuckles are tough. When you throw a punch and you hit somebody's fucking skull, it's a whole new ball game. Yeah. So that conditioning thing, I think it's just, I think it's a taboo or whatever the hell that's called. Something that's, just, I don't know. It's bullshit. Maybe I'm not using the right word, but it's bullshit. I don't know. You got to hit people. You got to hit people. Just hit yeah. them. That's how, that's how you condition them. You get used to hitting them. You know how hard you can hit them and how much pain you can tolerate while you're hitting them because that's not it's not only a, a one-sided game. You hit people and it hurts you too, but you got to know how hard you can hit them that it's going to hurt you. <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting to me because it's like you really don't know until you take your first fight. I mean, in I feel like you know, you could have all the boxing experience in the world or all the MMA experience in the world. But if you're getting in there with somebody who's already fought bare knuckle before, I mean, that has to give them a little bit of an edge, at least just because they know, you know, how hard they can hit. They know what it feels like. They know mm -hmm. kind of your limits, I guess, a little bit and, and how everything works. So, um, cause it's, yeah, like you said, it's a completely different animal. The defense is so much different. And mm -hmm. like parrying, blocking, all that kind of stuff. And I talked to Keith about that a, li a little bit, but um, yeah, I think it's super interesting just because I think people see it and they think, oh, it's just boxing with gloves off. And it's like, no, it's so much more than that. Mm -hmm. It's so oh, much yeah. more. Oh, it absolutely is. Like, as far as, like you said, that the defense, like you can't just like block, like answer the phone, like MMA or, or, or uh, regular boxing. It's more of like a tight kind of, you got to kind of get a go with it. You know, if if you watch like the last couple of fights of mine, like when everybody somebody rushes me, it's like I block while moving backwards, and I usually either throw a check hook or an uppercut while I'm going backwards. So that allows me, you know, them to think that I'm pretty much disengaging, but I'm still literally engaging as I'm disengaging. So it allows people to open up more. That's how I'm able to kind of sneakily hit people. Like I said earlier, I sneaky sneaky with the right. <laughs> but, Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, it was really hard <laughs> to even see a lot of your punches when you were throwing. But then at the end of the round, you look at his face and you're like, what? How did, where did those come from? <laughs> Shit. Good, John. The first the first two rounds, I destroyed. I made his face look like shredded cheese. Like <laughs> shredded him up. Shredded him. And, you know, the, 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 the awesome. level of the level of competition went up. And as my level of competition went up, I've been beating guys up more. So it just shows yeah. the people that people that want to engage with me, it's a bad, bad, bad choice. And I think that's what Palomino sees. He's fucking shaking in his little boots. 
<laughs> oh, oh that's man. awesome well when uh when does your gym officially open or is it already open uh we're opening december 1st officially tomorrow morning i actually have the inspectors coming pretty much just inspect everything make sure we're good to go nice. um gonna hang a few more bags we should have let's see two two four six and so we should have eight bags um i mean you're talking high quality bags got great aqua bags good water bags yeah those have, are nice uh, double m bags you're gonna have a uh, uh, speed bag you got treadmill you got weight bench we can pretty much have everything a normal boxing gym would have this is not your typical fitness gym it's a boxing gym you know it's not gonna be a lot of heavy weights boxing don't lift heavy weights you know that's it. it's all cardio fitness come to get in shape come to yeah what's defense. your training like besides obviously you, you box but what's your like uh i guess your strength and conditioning look like uh Oh shit! I was about to post a little video after this video. I had like a one of my drafts, <laughs> actually, uh, <laughs> stuff that I was doing today. Actually, uh, just a lot of, um, I, I do a lot of lightweight, high rep stuff. Um, so for this time around, like kind of off camp, I've been working more on my legs than anything. I'm trying to keep my speed, but um, engage with more explosive power. So mm. when I do when I do engage, I'm able to like just land just a little more harder. But there's a lot of high endurance mm. stuff. A lot of low low weight high rep stuff like if i do leg extensions i put 100 pounds on it i probably do like 200 of them so yeah <laughs> okay cool of, that's that's I, interesting a lot yeah. of high rep stuff i do like from jump from my knees to my feet to a box like a uh, plyometrics stuff like that okay yeah i actually really like doing that style of training that that's kind of what i used to do before and then i started doing like the heavier stuff like the barbells and all that which i i really enjoy but sometimes man it's like so exhausting doing it and then but i feel like when i do the more endurance workouts when i do like a little bit lighter weight i feel like my form is so much better and i feel mm -hmm. like i don't ache as much and i don't get as sore like i just feel good after my workout which i, I yeah, like and not i can go longer yeah, because you're not straining your joints, those muscles, you know, yeah. you, you're not feeling too as sore. You're going to feel sore, but it's like you're not killing yourself. Like if I'm curling something, I take like 30 pounds and I'll do 100 curls, you know, I'll do, you know, 10 10s and put it down, do kettlebell swings. But now, but kettlebells, I use those for different things. Like I'll grab an 80 pound kettlebell and I'll swing it four times then I'll grab a 45 and I'll swing it eight times. Then I do around the world with a 60. So it's kind of like different kinds of explosion stuff that I do. Coming hmm. off the hips, coming from the back, like just, just different style. I mean, it works for me, man. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, I'm. I was curious about that because I know you know every kind of fighting style. I have like a little bit different style of their strength and conditioning training. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm always curious about what you know what you're doing because I yeah I've kind of experimented with like doing you know heavier stuff and then doing the more endurance stuff. And I feel like for me, you know, doing like maybe one day where I do like maybe a little bit heavier and then like the other workouts, I, I go lighter and I just focus on my form and focus on, you know, kind of getting a good sweat and feeling good and getting my body mm -hmm. moving. And like you said, kind of getting the, the more explosive, like, cause that's another thing too. I feel like people don't pay attention to is like the tempo of your workout makes a huge mm -hmm. difference. And like, you know, when you do um, you, you, you go through your reps faster, you go through your reps slower. Like it makes a huge difference in like what muscles it's working and like how it's working your body. And 
how you feel mm-hmm. afterwards too. Like you said, like, I feel like when I do the heavier stuff, like it's more of like a achy, like kind of sore. And then when I do like the endurance type workouts, it's like a, it's almost feels like a good type of sore. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, yeah. you feel like you, feel like you really you work that, that muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I might have to experiment with that, which I, I kind of been doing a little bit. Um, cause I've been doing more like basement workouts <laughs> lately where just like some dumbbells and just even body weight stuff or like, um, I like to do stuff with like the, um, the Swiss ball. Cause my dad, he's like, he, it's funny. I was going to post a picture cause he, he was in the newspaper one, one time with his whole Swiss ball workouts that he did. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to post this one day. Cause my dad used to be a fitness influencer before social media. <laughs> uh, but it's true like he he did that because like he had a bad back or he has a bad back so he did a lot of that kind of workouts because it was easier for him with like you know couldn't really do like heavy weights and stuff like that so i've been experimenting with all kinds of different things because i'm always trying to find better smarter you know more efficient ways to work out for sure even even though i'm not going to be doing what you're doing you know still i like to box i like to yeah, yeah it's still so, good to do stuff. Yeah, why not? Why not? You can still be an athlete without having like to, you know, compete. Like it's okay to still be an athlete, athletic, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, but, for sure. Like that's why, like, I hired in the beginning of the camp. I hired like an, an old coach of mine over there in Charlotte at four at my original boxing gym to like just get to get get the gears going again because the gears were, you know, the train was getting a little rusty. So we had to put some oil in the train, and he got me going again. And then a uh, boxing coach out here told me, you know, we don't need to do that anymore. And I started just working with him and then doing my own endurance stuff, but I ran up a lot of mountains for this last fight. So I think that helped out a lot too. Really? Wow. Yeah. I love running. I love running in general. Like when I'm getting ready for a fight running to me, is just like, it's my, it's my happy place. I kind of just put some music on. I like running outside and just like looking at just nature and just shit, you know, just instead of running on a treadmill, a treadmill is so fucking boring. It's like, I'm running. Oh, it's my- the worst. I'm not going anywhere. I'm over here. I'm like a fucking like 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 a hamster. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so boring, <laughs> and I feel like it's I don't know. I guess like the flat surface too. Like I just some about it I just don't like. Like I like to run like up and down hills a little bit. Like I like to be in nature. I like to feel the vibes. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. Outdoor workouts in general are honestly my favorite like even just taking like some dumbbells outside and doing a little outdoor workout sometimes is fun and it's just like a different energy when you work out outside i feel like i oh, need that's a fact i need that's a it fact. <laughs> that's a fact yeah well that's, that's awesome like running indoor sucks <laughs> it does yeah yeah well i'm excited to see kind of your journey with your gym and i mean i don't know how you're gonna balance everything you're insane but uh <laughs> I guess you can ask him how he has figured it out. <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm sure I'll get it going. I, I, I have I have a lot of faith. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fanatic. I only live six minutes yeah. away from the gym. So I'm right. Oh, there. that's perfect. So yeah, it's right there. So that's awesome. Not, not bad yeah. at all. Not well, that's going to be fun. I feel like sometimes, too, when you're coaching, um, that can make you better as a fighter, too, because I don't know. I feel like when you teach people how to do something, it kind of makes you better at it in a, in a way. So also, also you can see other different things that you, I, I honestly, like as a martial artist and a fighter, you can always be a sponge. A person can come off the street, don't know nothing, but you can see something that they did. And you're like, Oh shit, that's pretty cool. And you know, like, yeah, it's just, it's just about being a sponge. You know, somebody could always bring something to the table that you can, you know, absorb and just learn and use it in your fight. 
Oh, absolutely. And even people who are not, you know, fighters, like sometimes yeah. they might have a little thing they do, or maybe they bring in some kind of, you know, a different mentality, different perspective. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. And it gives you community too, which is oh, huge, sure. especially exactly. when you're a fighter. Yeah. And I love that. I love feeding off that, that, that good energy and just people just coming and trying to learn. And then you see people progress and learn and that you're teaching them. That's, it's just like the best feeling. Like it really is. Yeah. It's almost like they're your kids. <laughs> <laughs> they're your gym kids <laughs> yeah gym kids my, that's awesome my, young, my oldest daughter started boxing when she was three and she, really? she doesn't want to fight or not but she can box oh yeah she's good wow that's awesome i wish i would have started when i was younger that would have been so cool but yeah, she, don't, I didn't... she don't want to fight but she just likes beating me up that's about it <laughs> that's, that's it. funny you're like why did i teach her this now she's just hitting me <laughs> exactly <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that's really cool. I'm excited to see it. Um, speaking of, you know, kid being a kid, I when I was a kid, I the first thing I really fell in love with was funny enough, skateboarding. And I noticed okay. that you skateboard. Tell me a little bit oh, about yeah. that. Yeah, talking we have we have talked about that all day. That's that's <laughs> that was my life. That was like everything to me. Um I still yeah. skate now. I started I picked it up again about a couple months ago. Um you know, the skate community out here, I didn't even know we had one. It was when I moved out here from New York City. I couldn't really find any skate spots or anything or skate parks. There was really nothing. So yeah. I kind of just put it I kind of just put it down and just focused on my career. And uh lately I just had the itch and I just had to get back on it, man. And it's 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 one of the best feelings ever. I mean, I skated my whole entire life. I started when I was seven years old. Um So did I, I. Mean, Yeah, there you go. Yeah, seven's a great great age to start learning. And um just you know, I've competed all over the country. I've won tons of competitions. I've won professional competitions. Um, I mean, I, I legit, that wow. was my shit. <laughs> oh, what was it? Oh, six or oh, seven. I was on the do tour, uh, competed in Portland, really? Oregon. Yeah. I competed in Portland, Oregon at the Vans Invitational. Um, where else we competed at? There's another place somewhere in Sacramento, fucking skate parks everywhere, man. I'll be scared. The trailblazers inside the arena. They built a skate park in there. It was off the hook. Like I had a blast. That that was that was the best year ever for me right there. That's freaking awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, I feel like it's I mean, obviously it's completely different than fighting, but I feel like it's very similar in a lot of ways. No, it is. It is. It you, is. You know, you know why? Because like when you get a fucking slam, you get up and you try to trick mm -hmm. again. You know, but who <laughs> who is gonna hit you harder than the concrete? Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. So like I've been I've hit my head. I've bashed my knees i've dislocated shoulders broken all my fingers like what is this guy gonna he's gonna hit me okay but that, that's nothing I'll, I'll be all right <laughs> like you know how many times you know how many times i hit myself on a skateboard and i still landed that trick <laughs> like get out of here that's it's awesome yeah everybody's very good concrete's undefeated so oh yeah yeah i've busted my ass plenty of times and i wasn't even doing anything crazy because my my parents were like you can't do this you can't do that because like my dad worked in the emergency room so you oh, know man. he was like oh you're not going on those ramps and stuff and i'm like okay <laughs> so yeah. i was always like more into like the street skating because like i didn't have okay. skate parks and stuff like I, I was in like a kind of a small town in missouri um so it was where i live now but it's like yeah, it that just wasn't like a huge thing, especially as a girl. Like I was the only girl that I knew that even had a skateboard. So and like there was some neighbor girls that wanted to like try it or whatever, but I'm like, 
yeah i'm like i don't know i'm like this isn't really something that girls really do right now but now <laughs> i feel right like now. it's more common <laughs> and and now i'm mad because i'm like i wish it would have been more cool when i was little you know when i yeah. was into it because then i would have had more friends that did it like it was just pretty much just me and then like there was a couple neighbors that i had like that they like skateboarding but they weren't as into it as i was i was like yeah because you know, that, that's always i've always been like when i get into something i'm like obsessed with it yeah, you so, go 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I had all the magazines, the trans world. Like, I had all that kind of stuff. I played all the Hell Tony yeah. Hawk games. Like, <laughs> you ever see awesome. the magazine Big Brother? Big Brother? Yeah. Yeah. I was in a, I was in a couple of those magazines in Big Brother. Really? If I could find, I'll, I'll, once we're done here, I'll be able to find one for you. Yeah. There was one of me, and like, barefooted, yeah. doing something barefooted. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> that's awesome yeah i've i've wanted to pick it back up i haven't skated probably since i was like 16 so it's been a long time but i've wanted to pick it up again probably when the weather gets warm um when it's like springtime i'm thinking i might pick it back up hell yeah that's, that's i need like something it. to do best feeling just being free there's no rules you know just, yeah oh, i love it love the culture is so much fun too like I have all the different skate teams and like, I don't know. It's just fun. It's, um, it is a lot like fighting in that way. Like they have, oh, yeah. you know, kind of all the different teams and they have like the, the skate videos. Those are always my favorite. Like they had the skate videos. I used to always love watching, um, like the almost videos, like Rodney Mullen and yeah. Daywon song and like all them, like my oh, daughter, man. my, my youngest daughter, her middle name is after Daywon Cause her name is Charlotte Day Soto. Like Daywon like really? Charlotte Day. Yeah. Yeah. I gave that her, is I named awesome. Her after- <laughs> See, oh my gosh. <laughs> Day one was one of my favorites. I think Rodney Mullen was probably my favorite, but man, I, I had so many favorites. I, I liked a lot of the uh, element ones too. Like I like Chad Muska and uh, Mike Vallely. I used to like too, because he had like a Tosh really Townsend. unique that, style too. That was a good like, homie of mine. You remember really? Tosh Townsend from Element? Yeah. Brent Ackley. Um, I don't remember, Brent but Ackley, if he skates, I... He skates, he skates the, a lot of the parks at Burnside. Brent Ackley. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, nice. I grew up watching all that shit. Like, man, like Harold yeah. Hunter, God rest his old big New York skater from New York. You ever heard of Harold Hunter? No. That what? He was he was one of the biggest icons. He passed away like a handful of years ago, but he was one of the biggest really? icons. In New York. Yeah, a really good friend of mine, man. He was a good dude. But yeah, look up Harold Hunter when you I'll get a look sack, him man. up. Awesome, yeah. phenomenal skater. He's one of the pioneers in New York street skating. That's awesome. Yeah, there's so many. I I feel like. I um I kind of I'm jogging my memory now and I'm remembering a lot of the names like a little of the skaters but yeah I used to be really into it when I was like especially in like elementary school and then like early in my middle school years and then I got into music and then like later I got into fighting and all that kind of stuff <laughs> but um I never got into any fights but like I was always I always loved watching it and I was it was it was always interesting to me um but the the skating was really like my first love before i got into music um oh yeah that was like skating and music they go together perfect right? oh yeah 100 percent, and fighting yeah it all kind of oh, goes yeah. together all now it yep, all makes yep. sense it nah. all makes sense now it's <laughs> exactly. so funny that's why when i saw that you used to skate i was like oh that makes so much sense and then i was thinking too i was like uh because i'm a southpaw when i box Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, I'm like, why am I a southpaw? Cause I'm right-handed. Like I write right-handed, but like mm-hmm. any kind of sport, I do it left-handed. So like when yeah. I swing a baseball bat, when I swing a golf club and anything like, and when I was skateboarding, I would, I was goofy footed. 
So mm. I thought about it. I'm like, maybe that's why I'm a Southpaw because I skated for so long and I was goofy footed. So I'm used to standing, used to standing like, in yeah, that right, stance. Right. And I never, it never clicked to me until I thought about it. Like, I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, Oh, that makes so much sense. But now I'm starting to train to orthodox too. So I'm like, oh, that's good. I'm See, I'm left-handed. <laughs> I'm left-handed. I fight righty. I skate righty. Interesting. I, yeah, yeah. I throw lefty. Like I'm playing football, I'll throw with my left. I, you know, everything else with my left. Wow. But I fight. I skate, and if I bat, I bat righty, and I play hockey. It's righty. Yeah. So it's kind of similar. Huh. Yeah. That's super interesting. Yeah, I <laughs> I never thought about that. And, and it's funny because when I throw, I throw with my right hand too. Yeah. yeah. Like a baseball or football. It's like we're using both right sides of our brains. Yeah. Maybe don't, we're just let, smarter than everybody. Don't let the government, <laughs> don't let the government know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You we got to keep our brains on lockdown. Yeah. You got to put the, the tinfoil and wrap it around. <laughs> well, that's dope. That's really cool. I, um, I, I thought that was really interesting. And how do you think that your skateboarding career has kind of shaped you into the fighter that you are in your style? Just my toughness and just being able to like overcome pain. My pain tolerance is kind of through the roof. Um, one of my fights, my nose got broken. Uh, I think it was the the Morales one. I fought Josh Morales. He headbutted me in the nose, broke my nose in the first round. And uh, I literally couldn't see. I couldn't breathe. Um, and the, the ref, when he went to stop to get the doctor, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And I went to the corner and I told him, that motherfucker broke my nose. Like, well, you're, you're in a bare knuckle fight. My corner's talking shit. I'm like, all right, I'm good, fuck it. <laughs> So I just got up and just, you know, just being able to just block it out. You know, I yeah. think I think skateboarding just made me a tough motherfucker, honestly. Just all around, mentally, physically, just emotionally. It just makes you just such a tough person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in the culture of it, too, I feel like. It's definitely like a tough-as-nails kind of culture, for oh, yeah. sure. All but, my injuries but you build a strong have... community with that, too. It's kind <laughs> of All my injuries are from skateboarding, so all of them. Everything yeah. you want. <laughs> oh, that's why my parents never wanted me to do it, because they're like, Brie, you're going to hurt yourself. And and I, I, there was a few times, like, I never broke anything, thank God, probably because they never let me do any, like, the vert stuff. But um, I, like, I mean, I've, I don't know how many times I fell down, like, flew in the air, you know, flinging myself around, like... <laughs> <laughs> or if, like I hit a rock or something, then just go well, flying. The littlest rock. Yeah, a little oh rock. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Every time. And I wasn't doing anything crazy. Like I was trying, you know, I was doing like the basic tricks, like kick flip and Ollie and stuff like that. And I would do I would do some of the old school tricks too. I would do like some boneless and stuff like that. That yeah. was fun. But um, but I was never doing anything too crazy. But um, but I still managed to hurt myself every single time almost. Like <laughs> You at least are going to come out with like a scrape or two every time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, like, it's, it's, there's more risk to reward every time. You're guaranteed yeah. you're going to fall. If you go out and you're going to go, you know, hit some spots up, you know, you're going to go down. So just be prepared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought I broke my wrist one time, but luckily it was just sprained. And that was like the worst. And I, I didn't skate for like a week after that because yes. I was like so scared I was going to do it again. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I can't hurt myself but i'm like but i can't stop skateboarding so i'm just gonna keep doing it <laughs> exactly yeah. too addicting too addicting oh for Absolutely. sure for sure yeah well who are some of your favorite skaters uh shoot uh john cardiel uh dandra hobel um of course harold hunter rest in peace um uh shoot 
Oh, Omar Hassan. He's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. So good. Um, who else? Uh, shoot, I had the pleasure of skating with like Tony Alva and uh, Lance Mountain. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. I got an wow. opportunity to skate with them. Um, there's just so many, so many. It's hard for me to choose, but like oh, th- those right there, those right there are some of my top ones. Like, you know, the new generation now is just crazy. It doesn't even look fun anymore. They're just doing shit that doesn't make sense. <laughs> doesn't make sense. Seriously, it's just it's, it's like, funny. Oh. It's almost kind of kind of like um Bobby Green was talking about MMA, how it's gotten a little bit different, you know, it's no, more yeah. it's so much that, more yeah. technical. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like skateboarding, yeah, it's like they're drinking their green smoothies and <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's so funny seeing like the whole new culture of it, which it's kind of cool in a lot of ways. But at the same time, it's like I kind of miss like the grimy, gritty culture of skateboarding because that mm-hmm. was just like to me, like the best part about it was just like yeah. how like the basically just the attitude too, just like. Yep. rebellious mentality exactly <laughs> now it's a bunch of just pretty pretty boys with freaking polos going let's go let's go let's go skate my daddy's mansion and then go yeah sure it's like no fuck out of here bro. oh man yeah no that's not my vibe i like the the gritty yeah yeah sure. yeah let's go that's skate why i like street bank. skaters yeah, yeah that's why i love street skaters that's it oh yeah. yeah i feel like ryan sheckler was like the original of like the pretty boy skaters he was like oh, the well, he like got though. big first, but he's yeah. good. And I feel like now, um, isn't he like kind of coming back or something? Yeah, he just had a he just had a video came back. He's got like such a dad bod, but he's still killing it. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Like I talked to Neen, I talked to Neen Williams just about like almost every day. You know who Neen Williams is from Deathwish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. We we actually skated against each other at the. What was it called? There was this competition in New York. Freaking name. What was it? Uh, I can't remember. There's some competition, but yeah, that's where I met him, and like we just hit it off pretty well. He's a great dude, Neen Williams. He's that's all into awesome. the drinking. He's all into the working out, drinking shakes and stuff like that. But he's one of the original grungy guys from back in the day. But now he's all like, you know, that's taking funny. care of himself. But he looks great, man. He's phenomenal. His health is good. He kills skateboarding still. Some of the slickest styles of one of them. So he's pretty good. Oh yeah. He's really good. I see his stuff all the time on social media and Instagram and all that. And yeah, he's good. It's crazy. Oh. The skill level now it's crazy. Yes. He started following me on Instagram. Jeff <laughs> Raleigh, Jeff Raleigh. No way. Yeah. yeah. He started. No I was like, what? Way. I was like, no way. This is so crazy. I was, actually, I was at a concert with my wife and kids and I'm like, Jeff Rawley just likes something on my... Wait, Jeff Rawley is following me. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to lost my mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a name that I definitely remember. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. what a legend. That's yep. crazy. Yep. Man, there were so many legends. It, it's crazy how many there were. Like, the, the list is just endless. Yeah, for sure. Um, Definitely going forever. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And, like, most people, like, they know, like, the Tony Hawks, the Rob Deerdicks, and, like, you know, that kind of stuff. But then it's like, no, you got to look even more further. Like, you got to look into, like, the street skaters and a lot of the vert skaters, too. Like, there was just so much talent. Like, so oh, much yeah. talent. For I have sure. to skate mafia guys like Peter Shimolik. He's like one of the freaking street skaters, like that are one of the OGs. Peter Shimolik, you gotta look that guy up. Okay, I will. He's he's pretty phenomenal. You got deep. Okay, I will. You got all deep right there. <laughs> <That> <laughs> My voice is all messed up now. I've been talking too much. 
You hit the terminator. Yes, I will. <laughs> yeah, and it cleared my throat. Oopsies. <laughs> my terminator came out. <laughs> That's funny. Well, cool, man. Well, it's been awesome talking to you. That's so cool. I feel like just your whole story is so awesome. Like you're skater and you did bare knuckle boxing, you had the MMA and then now you're opening your gym. You're just on such a journey. It's dope. Yeah. And it's great. It's a, uh, it's just a real thing, which, you know, eventually me and my wife talked about, we'll probably come out with a book or something to, you know, just so young kids out there who are going through stuff, you know, that they're capable of doing whatever they put their minds to. And, you know, you could always break the cycle because no matter what situation you're in, doesn't define who you become and who you want to be. hundred percent. Yeah. That's a great message. Yeah. It's something that people need to hear, especially now. I mean, there's so much just crap uh, that people are being shoved down people's throats. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. So we need to, that's why, I mean, it's like, of course we need to know what's going on in the world, but it's like, there, it gets to a point where there's just so much negativity that it's like, okay, we need some good positive things to hear about once, you know, for once, like turn off the news for a second, turn off your TikTok, like in, in read a book or listen to an audio book, listen to a podcast yep. and, you know, feel some positive either. vibes. I don't, watch, I don't watch the news and I'm barely on TikTok ever. Like, that's good. So. I'll just post something and I'll get off because I don't want to see anything that's negative because the world is, it's got oh its God. own, it's got its own agenda and I have my own agenda. So. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep. I'm the but same thank way. For, thank you for having me That I appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. Any, anybody you want to shout out any, uh, anybody you want to thank any, um, or yours, man. See. too many, too many, too many people to shout out. So I'm just going to get right to it. Big shout out to Mr. David Feldman. Thank you for uh, investing into the gym. Um, big shout out to my wife for dealing with my crazy self and my beautiful kids for also dealing with my crazy self and big shout out to you for having me. Thank you. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to get to work on this one and, uh, get some content going. So I appreciate you coming on and let me know whatever I can do to help you kind of grow the gym and, and promote your fights. Hit me up and let me know. I appreciate it. Be good, Bree. Holla at you. All right, I'll see you. Have a good one. <laughs> <You too. laughs> Bye.